Hello there, good morning, and welcome to the WP Builds newsletter. This is newsletter number 26, which was released on Monday the 20th of August, and it covers the week commencing the 13th of August. Just a couple of things before we begin. If you go over to wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe, and you know you can join our newsletter and Facebook group and Slack channel and get updates on the Messenger app from Facebook and so on. And if you go to wpbuilds.com forward slash deals, you can avail yourself of some discounts from coupon codes from for themes and plugins and that kind of thing. We've got Toolset and Blocks Party and Main WP, Malcare, Blog Vault and various others. So maybe go and have a look. And there we go. I will, in that case, get stuck right into the news. Now, the first piece of news this week comes from the WP Tavern website. Uh, and the article is entitled Gutenberg 3.6 adds new icons for all core blocks. It's obviously felt that the old dash icons didn't really cut the mustard in terms of um, having in well enough of them, frankly. So they've changed them out and they've got some nice new colourful ones. Um, and also they've changed the way that the, the, the regular icons look, um, the, the things that you can drag in. Um, so, for example, things like paragraph and image, they got rid of the border and made it look a little bit more attractive. So from that point of view, it's a little minor release, but it does make things look a little bit nicer. Um, they've also added new keyboard shortcuts, including inserting a new block before and after the current block, toggling, toggling the inspector settings, removing a block and displaying new modal help menu. Um, and there's various other things as well. But there we go, new updates to Gutenberg 3.6, which is quite nice. Something else which has been updated during the course of the last week is uh, the Yoast plugin, um, Yoast SEO I'm talking about in particular, and they have added a sidebar so that they can um, add Gutenberg compatibility. Now, obviously, up until now, if you've been using WordPress, a text editor and so on, you've had all of the meta boxes underneath the text editor, and now Gutenberg kind of presents things over to the right. So Yoast have given you, at this point, two options. You can either stick with the old stuff underneath the text editor if you don't have Gutenberg installed, and they made some updates there. But if you have got Gutenberg installed, then it's all now floating in a panel on the right. It's kind of organized into the same sections as it was before. So, for example, readability, focus keywords, and so on and so forth. Uh, only they're now in a, a section which looks very much like the customizer, but on the right-hand side. It looks really good. It looks like they've done a lot of work. The only thing I would say is, for example, the focus keyword section is amazingly big. Um, and so because the, the width of that little box is very narrow, it does tend to stretch down the screen a long, long way, which I don't know how they're going to do that, uh, get rid of that problem. But anyway, it, nice to see somebody really, really taking on Gutenberg and giving it a go. Okay, the next one is, again, the WP Tavern, and it's to say that Syed Balki, I think that's how you pronounce it, has launched a WordPress-focused accelerator, sorry, focused growth accelerator fund. He's offering um, companies anywhere between $100,000 and $500,000 to a small group of selected companies. I think he's going to pick five um, who are able to take advantage of um, this deal, basically. You've got to go uh, and fill out a form. If you go to the uh, link in the show notes, you'll 
will get directed to the WP Tavern website and right at the bottom it says following form. You can click that. Um, you've got to be eligible. You've got to be in the WordPress space. You've got to demonstrate various things. But obviously if you're a WordPress company, uh, you're doing WordPressy things and you feel that you, know, you could well benefit from some grant, this could be the exact thing for you. It's obviously a very, very large amount of money. Uh, so yeah, absolutely fantastic. Go for it if you think that's you. Okay, the next one is about the iOS app, the WordPress iOS app. It's now on version 10.6. Uh, it's not a particularly exciting update, in all honesty. Basically, it adds an activity log uh, to to your Word, uh, WordPress app on iOS, and you can see things like such and such a person commented on this post, and such and such a person um, commented on this post. Yeah, that's kind of about it, really. So if you've got the iOS app, go for it, update it, but don't expect anything too dramatic because basically that appears to be all that there really is of any, any substantive nature. But still, it's going forwards and that's quite nice. Okay, the next one is on the Web Dev Studios website. This uh, piece, uh, this article is entitled Best Practices for WordPress image optimization actually it's wordpress website image optimization we've all been there before we know that we need to opt our, optimize our images because we know speed is the name of the game however if you don't fully understand this stuff then this article is is, is a pretty long one it explains about all the different formats why you might use one format over the other why size might matter what to do with metadata, how to scale things, how to worry about caching, retina devices, content delivery networks, and so on and so forth. So it's pretty comprehensive. And if um, really, really you're trying to SEO the pants out of something, then image, image optimization might be one of the steps that you're trying to use. And so this article to me seems pretty good. Okay, the next one is kind of WordPressy, kind of not WordPressy. It's um, from one of my favourite websites, which is usually nothing to do with uh, WordPress. It's called Bleeping Computer. Uh, the website it's at bleepingcomputer.com, um, and this article is entitled "PHP Deserialization Issue Left Unfixed in WordPress CMS." Now, this doesn't really just affect WordPress because it's not a WordPress thing; it's a PHP. Uh, PHP thing. So in the article, they mentioned two other content management systems that also suffer from the same kind of problems. Uh, but basically, and I'm quoting, the issue doesn't affect WordPress only, the internet's most widespread CMS, but all PHP-based app applications and libraries that handle user-supplied data. The vulnerability is in the way that PHP converts PHP objects into strings and back into PHP objects again. This process is called serialization and deserialization and is used in all programs programming languages to move data between different servers, services or apps. Um, and then it goes on to explain how this uh, PHP um, serialization, deserialization problem can be leveraged in WordPress. It's all about the uploading of um, maliciously crafted images. I don't honestly think it's something that you're going to need to worry about, but it's interesting because some of the other CMSs, uh, having been issued with this um, notice, um, you know, they were told a while ago by, I guess, the discoverers of this vulnerability, they actually uploaded updated their systems to, to, to prevent this problem altogether 
altogether. There's one called Typo CMS, and it's completely updated and, and invulnerable to this. However, WordPress isn't. So obviously, if you're at the cutting edge and you're allowing users, end users, to upload images, perhaps it's something to worry about. But if it's just you uploading images or one particular client, then yeah, maybe not. But but worth noting and. To be honest with you, I quite like a security piece of news anyway. So there we go. I've shoved it in. The next one is called the complete anatomy of the WordPress of the, sorry of the Gutenberg WordPress editor. I'm not even going to try and list all of the great things in this article, but it's a smashing magazine article, and they just do these massively long form articles. Essentially, if you've got any questions whatsoever about Gutenberg, how it works, what it looks like, what are blocks, how do you switch between edits? Editors, oh, I don't know, copying different content from one thing to another. How do you undo redo? If, you, if you've got any questions whatsoever, go check this article out because it seems so far, as far as I can see, it seems to be the definitive articles thus far. Okay. Um, the next one is all about a new starter theme called Mythic. Now, Mythic is uh, from Justin Tadlock, and he's been making themes uh, for years and years and years, and he's decided that he's going to put together this new starter theme. The article explains why he's done it and about how he ripped the copybook up and started completely from scratch. He thought about different templating engines, how to design things, what, what kind of tools he would use to build it, what the new templating system would be and the framework behind it all and so on um, and it looks to me like you know if you're into starter themes and you just want to make everything from scratch and do everything bespoke this this looks like something you might want to look at um, not a particularly technical article but if you've got any confidence in him as a developer which I have then I would imagine that this is to be taken fairly seriously Okay, um, and the last piece of WordPress news, a bit of an odd one, uh, in that it's a piece of WordPress news written by me. I, um, I've started doing a blog post over at GoDaddy once a month, at the end of the month, recapping all of the WordPress news that happened in that particular month. The July one uh, is out, so if you miss any of these episodes, I try to distill what's happened in the WordPress space over a month instead of a week over on GoDaddy. And um, and I also put my opinions in, um, whereas in the, the newsletter that you get on WP Builds, I generally just tend to copy and paste the first paragraph. But in here, I, I try to sum up um, what's been going on um, in WordPress over the course of a month. So there you go. That might be something of interest to you. You might like to subscribe to that. Okay, the next one, nothing to do with WordPress from now on. CSS Tricks, I've got a, a complete guide, and again, massively long form. When I say complete, I really mean complete, about Flexbox. Now, obviously, if you've used Flexbox before, you'll know that it's kind of a way to give containers the ability to alter their height and width and so on based upon what's on the inside. But it can be hard to get your head around, you know, a little bit like the first time you ever tried to understand CSS and floats and all of that kind of stuff. This is all... All interesting stuff. There's terms to learn and think new things to understand, and um, great, great job of explaining it. So if you if you're exploring um, Flexbox, perhaps this is a fantastic place to start. CSS tricks. Go and find the um, go and find the the link under the show notes. Okay, the next one is from Missing Letter. I got a, an email from the guys at Missing Letter because I use their SaaS service. I won't explain what it does, but it's a product that you can buy online. And they've got a conference called Uppercase um, very, very soon. And they've got like a hundred speakers 
um, over a period of a few days. And I've looked at the schedule and it's absolutely massive. There's like, I think it's two week period or something. And there's about 15 people speaking a day. And they're all people who are, you know, to be to be reckoned with. Um, a few of them actually have been on this podcast, which is quite nice. But what I would say is go over to Missing Letter, click on the link below um, in the show notes and then find the schedule button. It's about halfway down on that homepage. And you can see all of the, like I say, 100 people speaking over this two week period. And you can sort of drop in and drop out. So, you know, there's literally courses on absolutely everything. Uh, but it's mainly kind of marketing and branding and that kind of stuff. But certainly worth a look, I would say. Okay, the last two are to do with space. The first one is a BBC News article. I love space. Um, and it's to say that the earliest galaxy have been found on our cosmic doorstep. Apparently, some of the earliest galaxies formed slightly over three billion years ago um, and and it was and it, in cosmic terms they are very very close to where we live which is quite weird you know if you think about it the universe is tremendously big why would some of the oldest stuff be here but apparently it is so that's exciting and last but not but by no means least the guardian is uh, has an article this week which explains how incredibly hot some some newly discovered planets are um the guys over at the university of Bern have discovered a planet called i love these things called kelt hyphen 9b it's 950 light years from earth and it's got a surface temperature of 4000 degrees 4000 degrees compare it's not quite as hot as the sun it's which is 6000 degrees but it's hotter than many many other stars again if you're into astronomy these discoveries are just amazing so there we go. That's all I've got for you this week. Thanks for listening to the WP Builds News. I hope that you've enjoyed it. Hope you have a good week and I hope to see you on the podcast on Thursday. Bye bye.